Welcome to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast, the show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina. Welcome back to another episode. I wanted to do an episode on how to make the most out of networking opportunities and events and how to basically just not hate them because I feel like a lot of us either want to go to events like this or we want to get to know more people in business, in our industry, or in our area, or whatever it is, but we don't necessarily like most of the events geared toward networking or those types of events, you know, business-focused events, whatever it is. Sometimes you really do want to be able to be good at it and enjoy it and you want to want to go. Sometimes you just feel like you have to go to events like this for your job or for your business or things like that. So you have to kind of figure it out. You have to figure out a way to make it fun for you or good for you, enjoyable, which that was more my case way before I started the Female Millennial Entrepreneurs Group, which basically does serve as like a great networking group. And our events basically are like business networking events, um, which I love. But way before I started that or even got into finding other people like me in business, like other young women who had their own businesses and were doing similar things to me, I found myself always having to go to different types of events for work, mostly either client events or industry-related events, because if you've listened to any episodes of this podcast, you know I am in PR. So a certain amount of that just kind of comes with the territory. You know, there are always things that you have to go to. There are people you have to kind of support, people you have to try to meet, things you have to just go to. You know, if um, one of the local magazines has an event, like I want to go support them because if I want them to support me, then I, you know, I need to go to their stuff too. You know, I'm inviting them to my stuff and I want them to write about my clients and this and that. And also, you know, I want to go to those things to meet some of the writers and the people who work there, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like whatever it is, I knew it was good for my business and my connections and that it was like a necessary thing, but I would hate it once I got there. I mean, let's face it. Parties aren't that much fun if you're not going with your friends. If you're going to something by yourself or like maybe with work-related people, like, I don't know, they weren't really the types of things that you could invite just a random friend to. And I kind of think I knew like if I brought someone random and was just hanging out with like my friend the whole time, then that kind of defeats the whole purpose, you know, right? What are you going to do? You're not going to end up talking to the people you need to talk to. You're not going to end up doing the kind of uncomfortable things if you're there with a friend. So I think I partly knew that and I partly didn't really have any friends who have gone with me. At that time, to those types of things. So, yeah, I would go to by myself or I would go with someone else in the industry or whatever it was. Like, a lot of times, if it's like a client event, it I felt like I should go by myself because I was kind of working. It's just like always such a gray area, you know? But yeah, I have found myself at many events alone, alone ish over the years. So, I didn't really enjoy it. I'm not really the type of person who loves that stuff anyways. I'm not really super extroverted. I don't really like parties to begin with, even if they are with my friends. But over time, I found ways to make it work better for me, ways to make sure I'm getting something out of the event and not wasting my time, you know, because there's always like a purpose to go to these things. And I found that I would be really disappointed if I got back in the car at the end of the night or, you know, came home and was like, Hmm, 
okay, so I went, so I can say I was there, you know, I could say I did it, but did I get anything out of it? Like, what was the point of going there? So over the time, yeah, I've, I've, I've figured out certain things that have worked. And also the reason I was thinking about this recently was I was moderating a panel for an event for female entrepreneurs a few months ago, not related to the female millennial entrepreneurs group, but a different group that had invited me to do that. And one of the things that multiple people came up to talk to me about afterwards was something I had said about networking and making the most of the evening at that event as maybe an introvert or someone who just doesn't necessarily think of themselves as the type of person who enjoys events like this, but feels like you should go for your business sometimes, or, you know, people go to stuff because it does sound really interesting and you do want to go be a part of it and take part of it. But then sometimes, you know, once you've signed up and you're planned to go and then right before you're supposed to go, you're like, all right, I don't really want to go to this anymore. You know what I mean? And I think that I've just seen it so much that at events, people just, even if it's a networking type of event, there are always just so many people who seem kind of uncomfortable and people just kind of sit around and don't really know how to start talking to other people because that's a really hard thing. But I kind of just noticed a trend that events, even if they're not networking events, even other types of events, I noticed it especially at like certain things where, you know, they're with my line of work, we'll do events and invite some influencers and they're supposed to like take pictures and be having a great time and encouraging other people to then want to like you know, come do this thing or know about something going on in the city. But in reality, they're just like sitting on the end side of the room, like sitting by themselves, not doing anything, you know, and then they take the shot, they get the photo and on Instagram, it looks like, oh my gosh, what a great party. That looks like it was so, they must be having such a good time. But really everyone's just kind of sitting there not knowing what to do. I see that in networking events too. So I'm kind of like, what can you know we do? Because we all know we're going to these things wanting to enjoy it, right? We're going to these things because we want to be around other people in business and we want to be making these connections, right? Anyway, one of the things I had done at that event was I told people, because keep in mind, I was the moderator. So like I was trying to just kind of welcome people to the event, make sure everyone was going to have a good time, get something out of it before we started the panel and things like that. And I had noticed that people were kind of just sitting there by themselves before it started, you know, because especially in something where it's like a room set up for a panel. So there's chairs, you know, in rows and people come in and kind of think, oh, like I should sit down in one of these chairs in a row but really there's 30 minutes before the event starts, you know, and they purposely organize it like that. So there's time for networking at the beginning, but it just gets so like weird when everyone starts sitting down. So anyway, I told people, raise your hand. You know, if you had come into this event with the intention of meeting new people and making connections or getting to know some of the other attendees, especially if they'd come alone, you know, and I told them, raise your hand. And everyone did. And so I said, look around and everyone looked around and and had their hand up. So I was like, look around to everyone else who has their hand up. And that was pretty much everyone. And I told them make eye contact with someone. And when we're done with the panel, go up and say hi to one of the people or some of the people that you've just seen with their hand raised. Don't think that, oh, nobody else here like really wants to talk to me or, you know, nobody else here is really looking to make those connections. Like that's not true. You just saw all these people with their hand raised saying that they are open and wanting to make these same connections and talk to people. So go up and do it. So it's kind of, I don't know, an icebreaker type of thing, but it's just like a way that I wanted people to see that everybody was here for the same things. You know, people, I think they thought, 
that it was really interesting, first of all, that I was recognizing and kind of calling out the fact that people had come for this kind of event, but then kind of just sat around by themselves before it started, not really talking to each other. And again, probably afterwards, people would just kind of get up and leave without really doing anything else because maybe they just don't really know what to do. You know, and they're like, okay, I came, I listened to the panel, you know, I heard the people speak and now I'm going to go. But then afterwards, you know, might just really feel like they left without really getting as much out of it as they could have. So told them when they were, when, when we were done, go say hi, talk to some of the people they had seen. Also, I think from the mm-hmm. other side of things too, there have been a bit of a shift in, in this whole like online business um, world lately. I think people have been kind of now shifting the other direction a little bit and people are more interested in in-person events. And there's definitely been a lot more business and networking focused events, at least in my city in the last couple of years for sure than there were even a couple of years ago. But what this means is that even people who have maybe never hosted an event before or held an event before are hosting events now, which is great. I mean, that's fantastic. I think it's great that there are more types of events, more people hosting them in different kind of things you can kind of fill out, which types you like better, what groups you really connect to. But what it also means, I think, is that there's a lot of responsibility on the host. And if you haven't actually hosted an event before, or especially like some kind of networking type of thing, there are some things you can do from that end too, to try to kind of just help make sure that people are having a good time and getting something out of the event, getting what they want out of the event. So I wanted to also look at it from both sides. I don't want to think about it only as like, you know, being the shy person at an event and what you can do, but also what you can do as the host of an event or someone who might want to host in-person events in the future. Because I think there's a lot that kind of falls on that person to a certain extent to make sure that nobody's going to feel like they wasted their time or feel like they came to the event and just didn't love it. So yeah, we want everyone to get the most out of it and just never go to an event and then leave disappointed, right? So here are some of the things that um, I think are important things to keep in mind that can be really helpful. Okay. So the first thing, which I think is the most important one and is kind of the, probably the first thing that I kind of developed as a thing for myself when I was like, okay, if I'm going to go to these events, I'm going to go in with an intention and intentionally think about the event before you go, before you step foot inside and have an idea of what this is. What are you trying to get out of it and why? So This is also, I think this is the most important one. And this is also the thing that people have told me they don't do. This is one of the things that people came up after that event too and said, wow, I'd never thought of that before. I'd never really, I'd never really sat down and thought, okay, what do I want to get out of this event? This is kind of the reason that I started doing this is because if you really don't feel like going to the event, and again, I kind of hate that I'm like making it sound like you should be forcing yourself to go to all these events that you don't want to go to. Cause <laughs> I mean, I'm not really about that either, but there are sometimes I know when you, when you do have to go to something. So what I would do if I had to go to an event that I didn't really want to go to, or I wasn't really just into or feeling confident about, I would be like, okay, why do I feel like I need to go to this? What is my intention? What is my major goal? that if I do this one thing, then I can leave. I can go home and feel that I got out of the event what I needed to get out of it. So it was kind of like, for me, a way to be like, okay, like I could literally go to this thing and only go in for 10 minutes and then leave as long as I do this one thing, you know, because then those 10 minutes will have been worth it. There's no reason to have to sit around at an event for two hours if you're going to get the outcome you need in the first 10 minutes and then you want to go home. I mean, hopefully you're enjoying yourself after a little while, but 
I know that's not always the case. So I would think about what would be the thing that would make this feel like a success? What's the point of the event? Having that intention would help make it easier to go. And whatever it was, for me, it was usually to meet someone specific because again, in PR, I'm usually, you know, it's all about the connections. So I usually, it would be, I know that certain people were going to be at this event, certain writers or editors, or sometimes it can even be like another business owner that may be a good connection of prospective client or just someone that you want to kind of see you being out and about. It could also be to get some kind of information or to make a certain connection with a certain person, but be as specific as possible, depending on what your business is and what the event is and why you thought you should be going to something like that in the first place. So again, I think it it doesn't have to be a certain person. It could even be, you know, in my case, it's usually like there's a certain contact in mind that I wanted to have like a face to a name and have that personal connection with them. It could be for you if you just are trying to put yourself out there and make like business friends. Maybe it's just go to this event and actually have a personal, like create a personal connection with one person or with two people or whatever it is. But like, so then it's like, okay, maybe you'll talk to three or four people and you can tell it's like super surface level or whatever. But then you talk to the fourth person and you can tell you actually made like a personal connection. It's actually someone you would want to keep in touch with, someone that you will talk business within the future that you would call them for advice. Like once you feel like you've met that person, then you can be like, okay, yeah, I got something really worthwhile out of this event. I can go home now and be happy. So it could be that kind of thing. It doesn't have to be like a specific person. It can be like, I want to meet this type of person, or it can be again, like I want to find out this piece of information that I can find out by going to this event or, or learn this certain thing that I know they're going to be speaking on. It could be whatever, whatever makes sense, depending on what your event is. But have it planned out beforehand. You can't just kind of make it up once you get there because you might give yourself a cop out and just be like, oh, you know what? Oh yeah, my goal was to like have a glass of white wine and I just did that so now I can go. No, you need to know beforehand so that you have an actual goal the second you walk in there and you know what you're doing. The next one is to put yourself out there. Maybe the most obvious one, but there's nothing worse than going to an event and being too intimidated to say anything or to participate. And again, this is where the first one, of having an intention can kind of come in because, you know, if you know, you have a certain intention, then you know, you know, maybe that you're going to have to speak to a certain person or whatever. And knowing that that's part of your goal might make it easier, but yeah, just going into the event and walking through that door is not good enough. There's just no point in going to something and then sitting quietly listening to the speaker or whatever, and just sitting by yourself and not actually making a connection. Cause if you're going, you may as well actually get to know some, some people who are there. So I think one of the main things to remember is that everyone is there for the same reason. People are going to an event in order to meet people, in order to be around new people, talk about common interests, build connections. I mean, one thing that I like to do that you can do, especially if you're in some type of a leadership position at the event, this is is kind of also like if you're the one who's hosting an event. This is also one of the things that I mentioned at the event that I was the panel moderator for that people said they really thought liked the idea of and, and could feel that it would really make a difference is to say hi to people as they walk in the door. It sounds so obvious again, but people are always eager to see a friendly face when they first arrive so that they can skip that potentially awkward stage of walking in alone and not knowing like what to do, who to talk to, where to go. So having someone just like say hi and be that face when they first walk in. And again, you can do this as the host or just not as the host, like as a person at the event, you can just kind of make eye contact with someone when they're first coming in, because that can also be easier than trying to go up to people who are already engaged in conversation with others. You know, if you get there and everyone else is already talking to each other, then, you know, it can be a little bit like, 
you know, how do I insert myself into that conversation, right? Or like go up to like a group of people who are already kind of in the middle of something can feel a little bit more awkward, but saying hi to people as they first come in, it makes you seem super welcoming and friendly and there's nothing else already like in the way of that. You know, there's nothing blocking you from talking to them or them from talking to you. And they're probably going to be grateful that you're, that you're saying something or at least be friendly back. Um, and then, you know, there's always a little piece of it too, where it's like, okay, then you can see them later on. Maybe you'd, if literally all you do is like say, Oh, like, Hey, you know, so glad you made it. And my name is this so-and-so and this is what I do. And then it, for whatever reason, doesn't become much more of a conversation. You've at least like had that one second of interaction. Whereas where now, if you see them later on in the night, you can kind of like go up and say hi, or like, you know, talk a little bit more, be like, Oh, we didn't really have a chance to talk much before. Like what does, you know, and ask a question or, you know, ask a detail about what their business is, if they had said what they do or something like that. It kind of just like makes it easier to have more of an in later on. And the other thing that I like to do as a host is when someone comes in, which again, I think you can do even not as a host, you might feel a little more weird doing it, but I think it can still work. But after I've just really said hi to someone who comes in is introduce them to someone else, especially if there's another person who either just came in or hasn't really gotten as engaged in conversation yet with anyone else. And you kind of see that there's the two of them like more by themselves, just like, Oh, you know, hi, Mary, did, have you ever met Julie before? I don't know. I'm not good at thinking of names off the top of my head. <laughs> you don't have to know either of them. You you literally just met them both as they came in and just said hi and like asked what their name was. And that's all you know about them. But then you can make that introduction to them and to each other. And honestly, it just feels less intimidating to introduce two other people than it can be to introduce yourself to someone else, if that makes sense. It's I'll literally just be like, oh, so-and-so, have you ever met so-and-so? And they'll be, both be like, oh, no, I haven't. And then, you know, if, if you, maybe you've said hi, like, and you've gotten their name and their business or something, and then you say, oh, yeah, so-and-so does this and that. Literally at that point, they will both start talking to each other. They'll be like, oh, that sounds so cool. And then the other one will say, oh, yeah, like, I do this. Or, or the first one will say, what do you do? Like, conversation just happens after that. And it's just once you've made that opening for them to kind of come together and it skips that stage of one of them having to put themselves out there first to someone they don't know, it just makes it that much easier. It makes it so much easier. So I'll do that a lot when people are first coming in. It's twofold too. It's not only that you've made that conversation and made it easy for those two people to then connect and start talking to each other, but it's also just the fact that you've said hi and greeted people as they walk in the door, because again, it's kind of that like potentially awkward stage when you're first walking in the door of something you don't know what to expect. You don't know any of the people, you don't know what the event is going to be like, and you just don't know what to expect. People don't like not knowing what to expect. So if you greet them as if you almost as if you know them, as if you're like so excited to see them and have them there. And in fact, you can say, I'm so excited to have you here. And just have that little bit of kind of icebreaker. Again, that's just makes people feel good when they get there. It makes people feel happy and comfortable and able to kind of talk more to other people and open up more to other people. So I feel like that is one thing that's just magical. People just want that opportunity and they want someone to make it for them or, or they might not know they want that, but 
it makes it so much easier. So that can help make it go really smoothly, make an event feel good, good vibe in the room, ensures that nobody in the room isn't maximizing their time or is standing around awkwardly alone to the side, unsure of what to do. Just don't let that happen. You just say, you know, go up and introduce people to each other. So again, this is kind of something I usually do at the female millennial entrepreneur meetups when we do in-person meetups, uh, just to make sure that everyone has a great experience. But it's also something you can do as an attendee because similar things can work. You know, even if you're not the one hosting the event, you can just kind of go into it helping facilitate conversation between other people and helping to get conversation going because people just appreciate that. Don't think that, you know, oh, I don't know what to say and I don't know how to say it. Like just go in as if you're the facilitator. I mean, to a certain extent, I always feel like I need to make sure everyone takes things with a grain of salt. Like you don't want to take over the event if you're not hosting the event and you don't want to like stop other people's conversations, obviously. Like if they're already talking to someone, you don't want to like then introduce them to someone else in the middle. But I think you kind of get the sense of what I mean. Like if you can tell that there are two people who have both just arrived and don't know anyone, like just make it happen for them. It's all about just putting yourself out there as much as you can in in order to make sure that you're talking to people and making those connections, having that potential at least be opened up, you know? And in terms of putting yourself out there too, beyond those kind of two things that I just said, it can even be going up to the speaker after the event to say hi and thank them. If you're not sure, you know, what of who to talk to in the audience or the other attendees, at least say hi to the speaker because that's what they're there for. And they're never going to make you feel like you shouldn't have come up to say hi. You know, people who are there for the event as the speaker want to make connections with the people in the audience. So it's kind of like just an easy cop out if you want to make sure you talked to somebody. And another one is you can always seek out the organizer of the event. If you know who put it on or who like maybe did the main introductions, thank them for putting it on. That's a great way to start a conversation with someone that you don't know. Or just ask the person next to you at the snack table, what brought them out to the event tonight, you know, as you're putting some cheese on a plate, like it's just little things like that. It's not like you have to go in thinking that you have to decide who to have a whole big conversation with and open up and tell about your life, you know, just put yourself out there as much as possible. Let people know that you want to talk or that you're open to it. And it can just literally be like, Oh, you're standing next to me, putting cheese on your plate. Let's talk. So Yeah, that's, I think, important just to make sure you're putting yourself out there as much as you can, because you just don't want to be the person who's sitting alone in the corner, you know, you know, in a way that makes it people think that you're not enjoying yourself or not wanting to be there, not wanting to engage in conversation. That's kind of the side effect, right? Of being a little more shy or being a little more introverted or being less confident in yourself for your ability at an event like that is that you kind of can stay to the side. And and then people think that it means that you don't want to be participating more. And that I think is the trap that we can get into as introverts. So yeah, the next thing that I was going to say is just to be real when you go to these things. And by that, I just mean like, don't go in selling something, including yourself. Like you're not there to sell yourself. You're not there to sell a product. You're not there to find clients you should be going for some other reason. You should go into it to make genuine connections and to talk to people as if you're talking to a friend and making a connection that you could potentially, you know, have as a business connection for the rest of your life, not giving canned or practiced elevator speeches. I mean, not that you can't tell people what you do for work because obviously for a business type of event, you will, but you're not going in to try to find clients. That's not the ultimate goal. And you don't want people to feel like you're selling them. You tell, tell them about your business. Yes. 
in an informational way, you know, but not as like, oh, and do you want to join my team or whatever? I think most of you will understand what I mean or what my reference is. But yeah, you want to you wanna make personal connections and people are more likely to remember you and feel an affinity for you if, and actually want to connect with you and continue a relationship with you after the event if you can make these personal connections. And that means maybe talk about something beyond just work or just talk, you know, in a way beyond the surface, right? And again, that's not going to happen with every person and you might not want it to, but try to find someone who you actually do enjoy talking to, someone who feels more like talking to a friend than talking to a client in terms of feeling comfortable and, you know, friendly and like you're having fun. Like you want it to feel more like a friend, even if, you know, I'm not saying you have to go home and be best friends with this person. And maybe they would become a perfect client for you. You don't know, you never know. I'm not saying that they can't be, but I'm just saying, don't go into it with that intention. Go into it as a person who's coming to make connections, coming to get to know people. And that's what it is. Not trying to sell something, not trying to, you know, have your, I don't know, professional persona so polished. And that's all people are going to get. We just want to go a little beyond that. Cause that's what people are going to remember. Cause at these things, people meet so many people, you know, if you're going in and meeting even five or seven people at an event, which I, I feel like I was going to say like 10 or 20 at first, that's just a lot. And I'm sure that you can like think back on like an event that you've gone to. You don't really, not that you'll not remember everybody, but you're not going to like have, you know, when you think back and you're like, oh yeah, that person seemed really cool. Like there's like one or two people who are going to actually have that effect on you. And the other ones, maybe you'll remember, but like, you're not going to think about them really again afterwards for no reason, you know, unless maybe, you know, they did offer a service that you end up needing three months from now. Maybe you'll be like, oh yeah, you know what? I think I met someone who does that at um, that last event. Let me see if I have their business card. Like that is possible, but you want to be one of the people that somebody actually remembers as a person, you know, not just as for what you do, just because again, that's great if you call the person three months from now because you need their service and they could be like, okay, that event was worthwhile because I got business out of it. And that's true, but that's going to be fairly rare. And you're more likely to be going into this because you want to be forming connections with other people in business. And you just want to be having those relationships that might go beyond just being a client. You might want people who you can actually talk to about business, who you can go to other events like this with in the future, or, you know, talk about the ups and downs, talk about your goals, talk about whatever, like, like actual business friends. Like if that's what we're going to to do, then you want to be the per- a person they're going to remember afterwards. as like, Oh yeah, she seemed awesome. Like we should keep in touch, you know? So then the last thing that I want to touch on is just to follow up because once you've made these connections, once you have met people at the event and you think, especially if you think some of them are the type who you're like, yeah, you know what? I could actually see keeping in touch. I could see actually swapping business tips or getting together for lunch or coffee once in a while to just talk business or whatever it is. So once you've made these connections, again, you might not know for sure if it's going to be those people, but anybody that you meet, you can ask for contact info, of course, follow up with whoever you think you want to, whoever seems like the people that you really connected with, whether it's a business card, their email address, or just getting their social media, even, you know, some way that you can connect with them later. So that when, and once you get home, shoot off a quick email so that they'll be in your address book, you know, you'll want, just do it right away because Otherwise, the business card is going to sit in your desk drawer for three years and you'll never even put it in in your email. 
yeah, make sure they're going to hear from you while they're still, while they still remember you. Well, it's kind of fresh in your mind, in their mind, you know? And if you have something specific to mention or ask about, like maybe they mentioned an upcoming event that you could maybe go do together or an article or a piece of information or something related to work that you guys have talked about, whatever that might've been, send that along right away. Like that's a good excuse to kind of have to reach out right away. But also if something like that didn't come up when you were talking, just send an email saying, it was so great to see you. It's so great to meet you. I wanted to just be in your inbox and let you know I'm available to be in touch with in the future. If you ever want to get together again, let me know, you know, whatever makes sense. If you want to say like, if you ever want to go to an event together, let me know or whatever. Yeah. And then just reach out again as appropriate. Obviously, like if you do have something that comes up in a couple of weeks, like don't be shy to just reach back out again and say, oh, you know what? This other event that we had talked about is coming up. Want to see if you wanted to meet up, whatever it is. But yeah, I think that that is like another obvious one, but I think people forget all the time or just don't bother. Like you go to these events and you get all these business cards and then you just put them on your desk. Like that's not going to be helpful. Because first of all, again, even if you can find the business card, when you do want to connect with someone, they're probably going to forget you by then, to be honest. Like you need to make that follow-up happen very quickly, like either the night you get home or the next day so that they still remember you're still fresh in your mind. So don't forget that step. Don't let everything else have gone to waste because you're not going to actually follow up and take the relationship beyond the event, right? Yeah. So that's kind of the last important thing that I think of in terms of making networking opportunities worthwhile for you, making them work for you instead of just being one more thing to kind of have on your calendar and then, you know, kind of either dread or just feel like you went and didn't necessarily get much out of it. Your time is super valuable and everything you do should either be something that you want to do because it's really fun and you love it and enjoy it or something that you think is really going to be getting you somewhere, be getting you further in your business or one of your goals. So that's what I think we should just keep in mind. Going to an event just to go to an event is not necessarily useful or helpful, but there are ways, especially if it's something that you kind of feel like you should go to, but you're not really sure if you want to, you're not really looking forward to it. These are all things I think that can help make sure that you're going to at least get the most out of it. And if you think about these things and you're still not excited or like you can't think of a, of a goal or an intention or something like that, then maybe it's the answer is just that it's not an event that's worth it for you. And that's also something that's just good to be able to recognize and keep in mind. So again, I'll just run through them all one more time so you can remember like what I had been talking about and to keep them in mind for next time. The things that I think you can do to help not hate events so much is go into it with an intention, have a goal in mind that you can accomplish and have a reason that you're going to the event. Once you're there, put yourself out there, talk to people, create connections between yourself and others be personable so that people will want to talk to you and people will remember you. And then the next one, well, kind of going off of that is, is to be real. Just go in being real, go in as yourself, not trying to sell something, but just trying to make the connections. And lastly, after the event, follow up with the people that you met, who you think you actually did jive with. And that's kind of it. I think those are useful tips. If you have any others, anything else that you've kind of developed for yourself in terms of getting the most out of events, let us know. I think this is something that we can definitely all share ideas and tips for. So go to um, 
the Instagram page at female millennial entrepreneurs and leave a comment under the post for this episode with any tips that you would add, anything that you think about in terms of getting the most out of networking opportunities and how you do so. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast so you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes with your favorite takeaway from this episode. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and other links are always in the show notes and we're always happy to hear from you with thoughts, ideas, or even suggestions of someone you'd love to hear me talk to on the show. You can also submit guests online at polinapr.com slash podcast. Lastly, please drop a comment on the post for this episode on the podcast Instagram at Female Millennial Entrepreneurs to let me know you listened. Tune in next time.